from last night's game, this is Sports Curious, a weekly show that empowers you to join the conversation by sharing the latest topics in sports. Thanks for joining us this week for our favorite time of the year. Yes, the most wonderful time of the year, Women Ask All podcast. So yes, we are joined by the wonderful Lindsay Ray, Courtney Brooks, and Lisa Alberti for this month's episode of Women Ask All. We're going to talk everything from the holidays, tips and tricks to keep your sanity, especially in a COVID holiday, as well as the best sports moments of 2020. And you know we're not going to have an episode without talking about The Bachelorette. We all pick our winner, if you call that a winner. Uh, But spoiler alert, I'm boycotting because I was team easy. Oh, well. So with that, let's get started. I hope you enjoy this as much as we did. So welcome, everyone. How's it going? How are, how's holiday prep going with a, with well, Lisa's in lockdown now because she's in Los Angeles. So you went into lockdown last night? Yep, last night. We're back at stay at home. And how was the grocery store yesterday? It's surprisingly normal. I think that uh, it's just mm-hmm. kind of more of the same here in LA because we really didn't change much. So, but at least now we have Christmas decorations up and Hallmark movies to watch. So it makes it a little bit more bearable, you know, and I mean, cookies to bake. <laughs> <laughs> but no one to share them with. That's the worst part about the cookies to bake. Exactly. You never know. I might mail them to you ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's what's better than cookies and mail. I sent you toilet paper at one point. A whole thing from Costco. You did. And paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. She was like, That's I can't find friend. toilet. And she's like, I can't find toilet paper. I was like, oh, we have plenty of toilet paper here at Costco. I'll just buy you. I'll buy you as much whatever I can. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's a true friend right there who mails you toilet paper. <laughs> Things we would have never said last year. <laughs> if we only knew. That would have been the equivalent to like, here's some coal in your stocking. Here's some toilet paper from UPS. Um, are you guys, Gosh. are you guys traveling? Like what's, what's the, what's the, the litmus on holidays, family get togethers or what? What's Lindsay shaking her head now? I have nothing. I have nothing. Well, I mean, I decorated too, but it's just with, with rising numbers, I feel like everybody is, is, well, around here, at least in Houston, kind of pulling back a little bit, not as, not as much as it was, and we're not in lockdown right now, but it just feels like everybody's pulling back, and I have a dad in memory care facility, so it, it, I don't really want to be, if I want to see him eventually, then I don't want to, it's just this weird mm-hmm. line you have to draw, and you think, well, I shouldn't go to any holiday parties, but sadly, no one's having any holiday right. parties, so we just, again, like Lisa does, we just sit down and watch Hallmark all day long. <laughs> Netflix, Lifetime. Yeah. All I do. It's all well, right. It's, which is perfect. I mean, um, you know, we referenced, uh, Lindsay did a podcast last week about um, rating Hallmark movies, which I have to say, this is my first year of watching any Hallmark movies. And okay, I've watched like, <gasps> I watched them at the dry bar, so I can't say I've really watched much of them um, previously. Um, but I did watch a couple of Netflix Netflix ones, mm-hmm. um, and they're which ones perfect. did you like, watch? I watched that one with Vanessa Hudgens, the Princess Switch or Swap, or <laughs> yeah. where there were just a lot of Vanessas happening. 
A good one. That's a you good know, one. That's your boss. With, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> when somebody, I've had like four people say, you have to watch this. And I went, you know what? It was like the weekend I was done with school. Yeah. I was like, I just need something mindless to fold laundry to, which sounds just like totally. the saddest thing ever in the world. But that's what I did. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one should we watch? Like Lindsay, Lisa, Courtney, uh, if you guys are watching, like, like what's your... The Top. Christmas Waltz. Have you seen that one, Lisa? Is that, that the one? Jennifer Love Hewitt I, one? No, the one that's like her. Um, Lacey Chabert. That's it. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> she's, um, and then <laughs> she's great. And then there's the one with Candace Cameron that is, I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about the Wizard of Oz. And so if you're a Wizard of Oz fan, it's kind of fun to hear her and all the characters sort of touch on Wizard of Oz little thing creative brings out her ruby red slippers so she can dance in the big whatever and there's this <laughs> old pathway that she walks along at one point and it's it's just it's cute it's cute ending is so weird but it's very cute those are those have been my two favorites your so two favorites far. okay I'm gonna add these to my list my mom has been raving about a Hallmark movie I think it was just premiered this last week and Blake Shelton produced it. Um, let me see if I can find the name. Okay, Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's on Hallmark. So I'm wondering if we'll be able to find it on Netflix eventually, but kind of mm -hmm. cool that Blake, yeah. Blake was the executive producer for that one. We'll have to check it out. I think there's several of those. There's a time for you to come home and a time for me to come home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming home. Good <laughs> edition. I'm going to stay home. I, I think there was three, but that's pretty impressive that he's doing that. Just making, mm -hmm. how random is that? But smart guy. I mean, he's got his fingers in everything mm -hmm. that my mother loves. Hallmark, The Voice. Country I mean, <laughs> done and done. Well, I thought it was interesting, Lindsay, in your podcast, and I want to encourage everyone to go listen to this podcast because it's very helpful, but that you are mentioning that Broadway stars are, are um, uh, performing or are, are in Hallmark movies this year. So they've kind of upped the, the quality, if you will, of, of singing and dancing. So I, I look forward to watching some of those. Yeah, the timeline is very weird because Stephanie, who I do the podcast with, we were trying to figure out when when you would film a Hallmark movie compared to when we all went in lockdown. And then mm. this summer, it was still pretty pretty chaotic, but it, but did they? And there's one where it's in New York City. And there, I mean, then I think, well, did they do that a year ago? It's very strange to figure out when, but all of these Broadway people have come over because they're not working obviously and mm -hmm. and those are the ones that Stephanie are saying are pretty good a lot of those are on Lifetime or on the Hallmark Mystery and Movie which is different from regular Hallmark so you've got two <laughs> you have to work with and that can confuse some people like my mother but yeah. there are two channels and both of them have original Christmas programming Ooh. and so I think a lot of the and then the Broadway people are over there and sometimes they don't sing which I think well that uh, oh because why, you know, <laughs> what a waste of talent. Be <laughs> but Seems like a missed opportunity. It is. Right? 
is. And, and Stephanie was saying Eliza from Hamilton is in one of them. And I thought that she's a pretty big deal. I wish I knew her real name, but she was a pretty big deal in Hamilton. And, and I said, does she sing? And she went, no. I said, well, okay. Because Broadway, you know, Broadway, you can take it or leave it. Because you can also, Broadway people aren't good up close camera people. So sometimes I have a little issue with that because they're used to, you know, having a big, huge audience. But I think that's very interesting that they're all coming over and doing that. And, you know, the, the people like, Candace Cameron and Lacey and Danica, what's her name from Wonder Years? They better watch out. These Broadway people might scoot them on out. <laughs> these girls aren't young anymore. <laughs> See, they'll really prove it to me when they put an actress that is not like 25 on there. I want to see like a good. Like throw me a Jane Fonda or somebody that just like mm. gives me a little bit more excitement that is like all right, I want the, le- the legit season version of what Christmas is like for that. Right. They, I have but, noticed they do have, right now, a couple of them have, here's our main love story, but then we have this other love story over here that's an older mm-hmm. They are introducing that. As, as I don't know if y'all watch Virgin River, but season two of Virgin River came out and they're doing the same thing. You've just got, pick your age group and you've got a love story there. <laughs> Yes. Well, there's your also, isn't it getting now like um, instead of the lead actress, you know, getting the the puppy or the boyfriend or the engagement ring? Now she's like taking over a business, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where she's like inheriting a bed and breakfast or a bakery yeah. or something. So we're we're moving on from <laughs> getting puppies to businesses, I guess. <laughs> old times. I wanted a quarantine Christmas which proves that they did not record this during the quarantine or we would have had one of those. Mm-hmm. So 2021, watch out. Did you see this? I don't know if any of you watched Saturday Night Live on, on Saturday and I only watched a little bit, but um, they had one where it was the, the, the daughters all calling their moms and telling them they're not coming home for Christmas. And it was the funniest thing because it's, it's all the emotions where you can just picture if that was you calling your mom and would be like, okay, that's fine. It's okay. And then it shifts to like, what don't you love me? And <laughs> what, what the one where Jason Bateman was a guest host and he was like, it's okay. Your mother and I will just come visit you. And she was like, well, no, that's not the point. He's like, I'll wear my racket, my racquetball goggles. No, on the plane, it'll be totally fine. It was just, it was so funny because I thought, well, like what a, I mean, they're so good at hitting timely things, but I mean, that is just what everybody's going through at this point where it's like, well, okay, we'll just figure it all out just like everything else um okay so you know everyone we get people who write in questions and so we're going to kind of just use these to 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 spur your spur your thoughts um one of them is a sports question um which we'll kind of leave toward the end um but the rest of them are really just because people really like listening to this and listening to um tips and trade tips and tricks and all kinds of other things and, and just getting to know you all. So um, I got one of my first uh, questions that was written in is what is, was your most memorable holiday gift? Mm. And this one, I mean, in, I'm intrigued because, you know, memorable doesn't mean good. That doesn't mean necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scott, do you want to go first? I'll let you guys go first. 
I mean, you were okay. you were quite quiet on that Hallmark Channel discussion, so I figured you might have a I lot just, to say about this. One. I was taking I was taking notes, trying to figure out <laughs> what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I feel a lot more He's knowledgeable like, now. Thank you. He's like, wrote, wrote down Blake Shelton produced movies, Broadway stars need quarantine movie. Okay, and great. Chris, Christmas waltz. And Christmas waltz. Christmas waltz. See Christmas waltz. Scott, <laughs> on the next on the next time we get together and do this we'll we'll anxiously await your review of the christmas waltz mm -hmm. and virgin river two season two you've got to watch virgin river one you can't just jump into two so i think for those of you who know that scott absolutely hates like the public appearance side of this whole thing and so i think really scott we should just get you to do a review on in our instagram stories of of christmas okay. waltz maybe christmas a, waltz <laughs> maybe kind of like Lindsay does one of the batch uh, the episodes of the bachelorette you could just give some feedback maybe make some commentary okay tune into the instagram stories for christmas waltz <laughs> that's all the girls want for christmas right, scott whoever okay. you are there we go. consider it done all right who wants to go first i can go first I have, deal. I have a, I have a, I thought of a good one right at the beginning, but whenever you just said, it doesn't have to be good, memorable. I was like, oh, I've got one of those too. The, the good one, this was 1986, 88, something like that. When I don't know if you know the term tulip ring, but it was a very big deal. It, it was an actual ring that looked like a, a tulip that you, it was an emerald one, a ruby one and a sapphire one. And you wore them together in a cluster. But my sweet father gave it to my mom, my sister, and me. So we each got one. And we had to, it was great. We had to fight over, you know, who wore it that time. And it was, it was a thing. And I wanted the emerald, but I got the ruby one. And then my sister said, no, that is yours. And I said, no, they're all three ours. And it was a big thing. But it was fabulous. I loved it. I just hated having to, you know, sign up to wear the tulip rings that year. Then the bathroom <laughs> My aunt drew my name one year and I was a grown adult and she drew my name and gave me a latch hook. Does that sound familiar to anybody? A craft, you latch hook and make a rug out of it. And I opened the box and it was halfway done. So it Regifted. <laughs> Regifted that was halfway done. There's a card in there, you know, to my cousin from, you know, the neighbor or something like that. And so that was pretty memorable. We had, we laughed a lot about that. And everybody was like, oh, your poor aunt. And I went, oh, no, I wouldn't show her immediately. And I said, <laughs> what is this about? I said, is this a joke? And she admitted, nope, I just regifted you. Sorry. So that was a sweet it's Christmas that year. It's like Christmas vacation when the when the the aunt comes over and she wraps up her cat yep. and her jello mold. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly right. Those were my memorable ones. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right, Lisa Courtney, who wants to go next? Well, my, mine. Um, I, I, I struggled with this question, which is kind of weird. Um, but one of my favorite Christmas gifts, it was kind of a recurring gift when I was younger, is my mom would always get me tickets to go see the Nutcracker. And so me, my mom, and my grandmother would all go together. And so I I'll, even to this day, I kind of prefer experiences over things. So, And I even prefer to give people experiences than give them things. But um, 
But anyway, that was always one of my favorite things. And I haven't been back to the Nutcracker in a long time. So I should, I should reinstate that tradition with mom when, when all this pandemic started. 2021, it. the year of the Nutcracker. Right. 2021-ish, yeah. <laughs> Ish. I'm with you completely, Lisa, on the experiences. I also struggled in terms of gifts. I feel like I've received a lot of a lot of really great gifts over the years, but I love experiences. One of my favorite favorite gifts, I guess, if you will, from my family was when we all took a vacation to St. Kitts and just made so many fond, fond memories and had so much fun. Um, and especially as I'm getting older, I just think I cling to the experiences and, and memories over the gifts. So I'm with you there. All right, Scott, you're up. No, I had time to think and I'm with you guys on the experiences. Um, as a young kid, for some reason I got, became obsessed with North Carolina basketball. And so a couple of years ago, my mom got me and my friend who was a fan of Duke, their rival basketball teams, tickets to go to a game at each of their home stadiums back in North Carolina. So I went with a buddy and we got to go to a game at Cameron Indoor, which is Duke, and then a game at North Carolina. And that's probably the best one I've gotten in a while. No offense, Amy. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, well, if we can, um, actually, an experience that I think Amy and Reagan have given you, Scott, ties into a, an earlier part of this conversation. Didn't you go uh -oh. to a taping of The Voice? I did, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Executive <laughs> producer of a very prestigious Hall Hallmark movie, Blake Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> Circle. <laughs> that was that was like was that last that was last year, wasn't it? Yes. Last December. Yep. That's right. Somewhere I forgot there, about yeah. that. I was I was thinking the best gift that you got that I got to enjoy too was when mom and dad bought a, bought you like tickets to the Lakers game when they played at the um, Great Western Forum. And I was like, I want to say Kobe Bryant's rookie season. Oh, I don't know. You were probably what? yes. Oh wow. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. a long time ago. At the Great Western Forum. And my favorite, one of my favorite parts of that 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 trip was if our dad is not known for patience, um, and we were driving in you know L.A. and getting through, and there was traffic, and it was what I don't know, eight o'clock at night or something on a Saturday, and my dad was like, "All these are all the people going to GD Church tomorrow morning. They're starting now." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yep, that is that's yes. happy. Merry Christmas, Scott. Here you go. Um, I'm trying to think of mine. The first thing I thought of, and I was like, I didn't overthink it was, um, I got a pink stereo, peachish pinkish color wow. stereo. I don't know, it was probably like eight or 10 um, record player on top, tape to, dual tape deck so you could record things. Um, that was probably like my, the most, one of the more memorable ones I received. I'm sure there are probably great ones that I've received since then, but that one stuck out of my mind. And mostly because, um, for those who don't know, my dad, um, is a, our dad is a mechanic, owned his own, owned his own garage has since retired, but that pink stereo went from my room to his garage because what's better than a mechanic with a pink stereo. <laughs> and then it went to, now it's in his, his workshop at his, at the house. So the pink, the pink stereo has had a long life. 
a gift that keeps on giving. years old, 30 years old, still working. Still working. <laughs> That's right. I don't know what you're talking about, Scott. That thing is 10 years old. <laughs> I, am, I am 22. Oops. I'm going back on mute now. <laughs> Amy's never been good at math. <laughs> no, it's exactly not my strong suit. That's why, that's why I'm friends with Lisa, the, the brilliant baker. You gotta yep, even yourself exactly. out. <laughs> um, so here's my question for you. Like, I, it's such a mess this year, and we're all trying to like keep up. And this is my question for you, but also a question that came in: What holiday tips do you have? Like, how do how do you make your holiday? less stressful, more successful? Like what, does anybody have like a tricks and trade that they like to do? Um, I mean, obviously we know, um, I just did my first Target same day delivery today and that uh, clearly has made my life easier. Um, didn't know that existed. Welcome to the world, Amy. Um, but is there any other like tips and trades how you keep your Christmas card list up to date? How do you pick the perfect gift? What do you, what do you have for me? Anything exciting or interesting? The Target drive up, drive up pickup is super, super uh, easy too. Um, if they if they can do the same day delivery, um, what what my mom used to do because my mom is serious about the Christmas cookies, and she would even start at Thanksgiving and then start freezing them. And I was like, ew, that's gross. You're gonna freeze cookies? Like we want them fresh. But we we didn't know for years that she was doing this. And then she would pull the cookies out and defrost them. And they're almost as good as fresh. Certain ones freeze better than others, but that was one of her tips and tricks is she would start mm. her cookie baking pretty early or freeze dough and then unfreeze the defrost the dough and then bake them. What was your favorite Christmas cookie, Christmas cookie that she made? Oh man. Um, I, I'm a big fan of sugar cookies. They're a lot of work, but I'm a big fan of them. Courtney, Lindsay, any, any, any success things that you do that make your holiday easier? I feel like I'm just always an online shopper, which this year <laughs> we didn't really have much else of an option. So, so much love to the UPS, USPS team working over time, times a million this year. Um, but yeah, just online shopping always the sooner the better in terms of gift, gift buying. Do you buy for everybody or do you do like a secret Santa with your family? What's your, we still buy for everybody. Um, but I'll say like the gifts as my brother and I are getting older, I think we, they're starting to get fewer and fewer in quantity. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, not not as many nearly as as we used to when we were kids um but we just we still all buy gifts for each other hi hi right, my tip is i'm a big decorator and my tip is uh what my mom taught me a long time ago is you you pack by the room so you don't put all mm -hmm. your garland together and all your ornaments together and all of your bows and reindeer together. You go to your living room and pack your living room and then label it living room. And then mm -hmm. you go to your kitchen and you pack your kitchen and label it kitchen. And whatever, you know, outside is with outside. And that used to kind of irritate me because my, my thought was to categorize it all together so you know how many strands of garland you have or how many lights you have. 
And nope, it made more and more sense. She also figured out a way, she doesn't have a pre-lit tree, but she lights her tree with hundreds of lights and she figured out a way to take it down without taking the lights off. So all she has to do is click them every shit, it, intricate, intricate masking tape situation there with this goes here and that <laughs> match. And it's annoying when you first take it out at the, at the beginning of December and but it, man, if you can, if you can click it on in 30 minutes, a nine foot tree, that is success story. And, and if That's you can impressive. figure out how to do that, if you don't have a pre-lit tree, which she doesn't believe in because they don't come with as many lights as they should, then that's a trick. She's she right. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> right. If I got a pre-lit tree, I would just add 800 more lights to it. And I said, well, then let's save a couple of bucks for a regular one. Anyway, I also have a, 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 a wealthy friend, if you will, who just rolls her entire tree into the Christmas closet. It rolls right in and then it just rolls right out the next Put, year. So puts a bag over it and just. Yeah, we've got one of those closets hanging around. So easy. Just put it on a little wheels and there it goes. Okay, note yourself, I think house remodel. The, the, <laughs> the last woman I saw, we, we learned about the costume trunk. So we need a costume trunk and now we need a Christmas closet. Christmas closet. <laughs> a note to self. It's maybe they can be one in the same. I don't know. Maybe they can be in the same, the same closet. I don't know. There's also a rule that if it's breakable, it can't go in the attic, which is ugh, so annoying because there's so much breakable <laughs> stuff. And so then where are you going to put that? in your Christmas closet, clearly. Duh. I didn't know this was a rule. Okay, no, no, oh, yeah. we put breakable stuff in the attic. Well, when you live Scott, in- Scott, are you taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> when you live in- Chris, Christmas closet. Yeah. <laughs> in summertime, your fancy ornaments break. They really- I do. didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm. I've had my candles are melted, half the time are melted. So I'll just throw my candles yeah. up there because- you know, yeah. you buy the candle you like yeah. and yeah. okay. note to self. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm going to fast forward us to the best Christmas gift there could be because um, this show will wrap up right before Christmas. We have to talk a little bit about The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. um, the best Christmas gift may have been Claire leaving Amen. and Tasha coming in. Great. Yeah. Um, no offense, Claire. Um, she did have really good hair, but yeah. Um, let's, I mean, Lisa and I've been talking a little bit about it. Lisa's on team Ivan. Oh, that's... I love Ivan. I'm with you, Lisa. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe we'll, we could defer to our, our bachelorette expert for a little insight and, and, uh, feel free to chime in ladies. I'm, I'm intrigued to hear who everyone's picking as their sort of who their top choice is. I know we have our bachelorette bracket, but I can't, I don't know all your usernames, so I can't go spy on you. Um, so I'd be intrigued to hear who you all think is, is going to be the, uh, the guy. It's interesting. I think because you, you know, I've been doing this since 2003 and I never know the answer ever because I don't do spoilers and I'm horrible at picking. So take that what with you will. I can get I can get us pretty close though, but I always have trouble picking the final one because I think ABC now tries to trick you and do all the things. But I have it down to my final four, and Ivan is one of them. And I think she likes him a lot. I think he is precious. I think he's. 
I think he can go far. However, however, I don't think he's dorky enough for her. And she's got this layer of zany in her. Like, oh, wow. You know, remember she was with John Paul Jones in The Bachelor mm-hmm. in Paradise? That's right. Yeah. For a long time. They dated for a, not a long time, but long in Bachelor years. And so are months, but I, I, I think that's going to be his downfall. I think her father's going to love him because he's an aeronautical engineer and very smart and very put together and very mature for his age, et cetera. And, you know, she likes a young one, which brings me to Zach. I don't think she's, I think, I think Zach's age is going to go against him. And I think all of the stuff he revealed last week about having a, a, a past with drugs and alcohol um, yes, it stemmed from a very serious moment with him having a, a brain tumor, and that's how he got into that world. And I think she's okay with that world. I think she's not judging him on that world. But if you waited and saw the scenes from next week, which is this coming week, there's a lie detector test, and he's on that date, and she says, or JoJo says, or somebody says, uh, "Have you ever cheated before?" And he says, "Yes." And I think that throws her into a tizzy. So I, I keep thinking Zach is in this weird yellow, you know, red light, green light, yellow light. She wants to keep moving into the green, but he keeps coming back to the yellow. I don't think she's counted him out because there's something about him, but he's also an old man at the ripe old age of 36. So she may give him the boot. I think Brendan is up there, the sensitive soul who likes to wear a turtleneck in the desert. I think he's <laughs> up there, but he is, I think he's a little too earnest for her maybe, because if you notice every time they're together, she's just making out with him. They don't have any conversations. And then I think Ben is the last one. Yeah. And who um, had a moment this past week saying that he, he, he was bulimic for 10 years, which is very, very sad to me. And I think it's something that needed to be heard about men struggling with bulimia. I'm going to put a big however on that and, and no one agrees with me in my world right now that there's something about him that I don't buy. It's not that I don't trust him. It's mm-hmm. not that he's not genuine. I don't think he's weird or creepy. It's just, it feels like his personality is I have to win and I have to be the best, which matches yeah. up army and bulimia. And so I feel like his exposition of I'm going to get completely naked to show you how comfortable <laughs> I am. I just sat there and went, oh my gosh. And everybody yeah. was going, this is so great. And I went, and he just wants her to see his body. That's all that is. Because he could have said something about bulimia at that moment, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, his prerogative. He didn't want everybody to know, but 10 minutes later, he's telling the world on national television. So kind of a, but I think he's going to be in her top four because he's doing whatever she wants. I want somebody to be bold. I want somebody to be, you know, Chris Harrison says it every week. And I think that's what he's doing. He's, he's trying to make her happy. He's trying to please her. And I just don't buy it in a very, not mean way. I just don't buy it. I would rather Ivan or, or Brendan be the winner. I'm with you, Lindsay. There's something about Ben that I just have not been able, my roommates and I were talking about it this morning. There's just something like people love him, but there's something there. It's not bad. No. It's just not right. There's yeah. just, it's just not right. There's something that's just not, I'm so glad mm-hmm. you said that because everybody around me thinks I'm stupid. 
but I'm not stupid. I've been doing this for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My roommates and I are skeptical with you. So <laughs> glad to hear it. And so Lindsay, do we know when Chris Harrison comes back? Uh, I think it probably will not be next week either, because if he went to, he, he, he went with his son to college to move him in. And so then I would think they would make him quarantine for two weeks when he got back. So you probably have. And he definitely comes back so probably yeah. another week or two. Yeah. 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 And I so. On Instagram. And he, I remember him being yeah. at TCU with his kid this, I don't know, end of summer. And I remember thinking, gosh, that's weird. I thought he was in the middle of the desert, but that no, Jojo came in. Which I thought was also an interesting choice that Jojo takes over yeah. his. Lot, but it makes sense. She's got her own show on a TV network none of us ever watched or knew existed, and that's great. She's training to be, you know, on mainstream. That's good for her. And and she's she's our tie into sports, right, Amy? Exactly. There you go. Joe is engaged <laughs> to one of the Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers yeah. brother. Like Aaron Rodgers, who had a really and good Aaron Rodgers is a football player. <laughs> yep, plays for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. <laughs> had a great had a great game this weekend yeah. so there there yeah. you have it see maybe he just he rides on the success of, of jojo so we know that lisa lisa picks picks ivan yeah i'm a big fan of ivan i like that he he kind of doesn't understand the drama like the bennett and noah drama and i think he doesn't understand it because he's actually mature so that's why it's just not registering with him um so i thought it was uh, uh, there one-on-one day that they had and the, where they just hung out and played games. I thought that was really cute and they seemed to really connect. But, you know, one thing I've noticed, um, the show is kind of hard to watch without the travel. You know, yeah. it's just mm. like they're, they're doing the best they can, you know, just being mm-hmm. confined to the, to the La Quinta there. Um, but it's, these dates are kind of painful. Like I, where's mm-hmm. the gondola rides in Venice and the, you know, dinner at the top of the Eiffel Tower or whatever. <laughs> hey, they brought you the carnival, um, the carnival people. That's true. That's true. Scary, I mean, what, scary, what more um... can you ask for? The naked <laughs> carnival people, as Lindsay called them. <laughs> so, so Courtney, I'm, oh, go ahead. Seeing, I'm seeing promos for The Bachelor, which oh. we don't have much break this year. We'll roll right into The Bachelor starting, I think, January 4th. So mm-hmm. they must be in production somewhere. Yeah. You have to do be. we yeah, are, right are they, they so is it going to be it must be a similar type um mm-hmm. format where they're confined to uh, somewhere a resort a house or do we know anything about where they're filming i i don't know i i want to mm, i was about to say it's the same place but maybe it's not i don't know i have not heard that at all but i do know they're pushing it almost it. looks like they're back at the mansion it does based on the promos yeah, yeah. But they would still be- I'm excited for that season. I think he's going to be a really good bachelor. I have high hopes mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, I like him. And I rumor has it they're going back to Monday nights. They should be with Dancing with the Stars just messed him up this year. Yeah, so that's that that that's exciting. I mean, you got to start your week off that way. Mm-hmm. All right, Courtney, I need your pick real quick for who are you picking? My number one is Ivan. I think he is such a sweetheart and he's a Dallas guy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. I'm I'm rooting for Ivan. I don't know that it's gonna be him. I I just don't know, but I'm rooting for him. Okay, I have all these written down so we can we can 
in January when we come back, we can we can uh, compare notes. But I I don't care at this point. I was team easy. I know. Um, yeah. You know, I just like the guy with a sense of humor. Um, it does help <laughs> to have the sports tie in a little bit. But you know, he was just entertaining. Yes. And so he'll be um, fine though. Easy will be just fine. I think, I think we need to, when life opens back up, we're just going to go hang out in Newport and sco uh, scope for scope for easy. Easy. Well, Amy, Amy, you and I know how to do that. So yes, know, we, we can do that. Yeah. I think, I think we've been known to wander around and have cocktails during the day in that area. <laughs> never done that. <laughs> okay. We've got a few minutes to wrap up. Um, but my last question I have for you is I'm gonna put you guys on the spot because I'm putting, I'm making you do little sports here, but we had a lot of really great like crossover moments as we do every, all the time. And that's kind of how we talk about sports around here, but your best sports moment of 2020, we can wrap up this, this, uh, this last podcast of the year um, on a high note with some positivity, hopefully, and um, roll into 2021, where in theory, we'll get back to some sense of normally according to Dr. Fauci by maybe the fall. So we'll just go with that as a positive. But uh, let's see, let's let Courtney go first on your best sports moment of 2020. This is super sappy, but I'm just like in December in this reflection period. And I think the best thing for me is just like seeing the resilience from all of the organizations. Like I remember that there was a time in the spring when maybe even on the podcast we were talking like none of us knew if we would even have sports to watch and so I just think the resilience and the creativity like thinking about the NBA and the NBA bubble um, and just all that they've done and the flexibility to keep that moving forward I think as a fan watching from the comfort of my own home it's just been super admirable and and kind of has kept kept spirits high in our house so I like that Lisa what do you have well I think um I'm not a Dodger fan just for the record I'm a Red Sox fan but um living in LA and having the Dodgers go to the World Series it, it kind of was a little boost to the city it kind of gave the you know even myself who I'm not a Dodger fan but it was just fun to have that for the city and even like um my coffee shop that I can walk to, they were like serving Dodger dogs on a Saturday. So it, it, it kind of, it, it, it gave the, 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 the town and or the city and, and the fans something to, to cheer for in a year where there's, there's not much to, to celebrate. So, mm -hmm. so that was kind of cool. What about you, Lindsay? Oh, I, I liked, this is kind of abstract and random, but I liked the, how much the people who run the stadiums tried to make it a, an experience for the players, I guess is the best way to put that with the fake people in the stands and the cheering. And I guess there was a little bit of booing maybe, I'm not sure, but the, <laughs> the simulated crowd of it all. And I actually, I went to one sporting event this year and it was a, a college football game and it was just a delight. First of all, I felt very safe going in. I barely touched anyone. So they did a phenomenal job on, I didn't touch anyone, but they did a phenomenal job of that. And um, there was a Matthew McConaughey cut out in the way far distance. And just me, everybody wanted to go take their picture with that Matthew McConaughey cut out. 
was pretty funny and and I just like what they did with all of the little cutouts and things and how they just tried to make it as best as they could in the b- most bizarre of years. I thought that was pretty sweet. I love the one, um, remember it was right in the beginning, probably April-ish or so, um, when Tom Hanks recorded, he used to be a vendor in um, Oakland A Stadium and how he recorded like him yelling popcorn, popcorn for sale. And I thought that like, <laughs> some of that stuff is just so cool. Um, so cool. Yeah. And I was and lucky that Scott, the, um, Scott bought me one of those. Yeah. Did the West, was it the Westminster dog show? One of the dog shows had dog cutouts yeah. in the stand. <laughs> I, that's I thought that was cute. <laughs> Scott, Scott bought me one of those, uh, one of those things in a stadium. So I was out there in a stadium and a, a friend of mine, I used to work with at the diamondbacks text me one day. She was like, I was working and I walked you know, by the section X, Y, Z. And I happened to just see you sitting there. You're cut out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That was was me. That's so cool. All right, Scott, what's your, what's your top sports moment of, of 2020? I'm going to have to say seeing women kind of get their spot in sports. Uh, We just saw the Vanderbilt kicker, Sarah Fuller, get a chance. I mean, there's been multiple coaches for NFL teams that are women. So it's just kind of cool to see women get their chance in a male-dominated environment. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that's been really neat to just to see that. It's really sad, though. I don't know if you saw, we did a post in our story yesterday or so of um, a post. It was about Sarah Fuller and, and um, her kicking in the Vanderbilt game. And all these comments from all these you know, trolls on social media that were just mean. And it was just so sad to see that, that hopefully, um, I think it was Billy G. King who responded and said, you guys all have moms and wives and sisters. Like, would you talk like that to them? And so I, I, I love that hear you say that, Scott, because for every bad comment, there's, you know, so many other people who support um, the growth and the um, escalation in sports. So I think that's really cool. Um, I will wrap it up. There's so many um, when we really think about it. I mean, remember we had Michael Jordan's last dance was earlier this year that everybody was obsessed with. Um, We had um, Los Angeles Football Club, which is a women's team that's starting up uh, here in the next, I think next maybe two years, Scott. Um, But there's all these women in Hollywood who have bought into this team as owners. I mean, Natalie Portman, Eva Longoria, Serena Williams and her daughter, um, so it's really cool to see that. Um, but I would just kind of say in general, um, sort of the COVID acts of kindness that came out of um, this year. I mean, you were having athletes leaving $1,000 tips for waiters. Um, it's a great story of Sean White, who was just driving down the street and a bunch of kids who were quarantined were out, you know, skateboarding in their front yard. And so he got out and skateboarded with them. And, you know, I think it's just kind of cool to see that um, as bad as this has been, it's brought some humanity into our mm. world. And so, um, you know, that I think people have realized the, the, um, how they can impact so many other people, but also just that we're all humans. And so just being kind is, is so huge. And so I think that was, um, really cool. So, um, yeah, I would say, thank you guys. This is gals and gentlemen. Um, I, <laughs> this has made our 2020 so great to be able to share this time with you all. Um, it's been so much fun. I hope that 2020, we will do this again because January we have Bachelor and Super Bowl getting ready to roll out. So we're going to 
be very busy. So I think uh, take notes. I have notes on your picks for the winner. I don't know who, what the prize will be for the person who gets it right, <laughs> but um, I look forward to that. So don't forget to fill out your brackets for, uh, for Tuesday's episode. And, uh, yeah, and we're you. all looking forward to uh, Scott's review of the Christmas waltz. The Christmas waltz. Well, the Christmas waltz. Stay yes. tuned. Scott, you're going to need to watch Lindsay's story, Instagram story, uh, during a Bachelorette uh, uh, episode and see how she does it so you can take notes. Absolutely. She's the expert. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Well, thank you all. I appreciate you. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Don't forget, I'm going to make Scott follow up on that review of The Christmas Waltz. Scott, if you're listening, you better get watching. It's that giving time of year, and the best thing you can give to your favorite podcast, including this one, is to head on over to wherever you listen to them and leave them a review. We'd love a five-star review, and of course, hit that subscribe button, and absolutely the gift that keeps on giving for everyone is to share us with your friends. There are just a few shipping days until the holiday season. And guess what? You still have time to order from the last night's game store with the great merchandise to check off everyone on your list. My two favorites this year to put in stockings are our Get Shit Done shirt and the Winebacker shirt. Because, I mean, who doesn't love wine and who doesn't love to GSD? I mean, that's what the new year is all about, right? Use promo code SPORTSCURIOUS to receive 20% off of your purchase at lastnightsgame.com. Thank you so much for listening today, and we'll see you here next week for another episode of Sports Curious. Wash your hands, friends, stay safe, and we'll see you next week.